all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Welcome back to Fate the Town Dead. This is half of your host, Caitlin. And I'm Andrew, and I'm very disappointed and confused by what's <laughs> happening. So I have watched, completed Tiger King, and Andrew has not, so he does not get that reference. But we're yeah. going to talk about it later because it is absolutely wild. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who has not seen it at this point. But I made him not. I didn't make him. But I, I was like, don't watch it. I want to talk about she it. She locked me in a basement. I did. It was messed up. For about a week. And then said, good luck. I'll see you for recording next week. <laughs> she said she was going to bring good food. But then she like just brought Taco Bell, which I guess is fine. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, that's fine. But what you didn't know is that I made it with cat food. Oh, okay. As long as it wasn't like other cat related things. Hey, all you cool <laughs> cats and kittens. What is that? You when you will find out what that is. You will find out. It sound what it sounds like you're doing mm -hmm. is a fake radio thing from like an 80s movie or something. <laughs> it like, does. Hey, all you cool cats out there. You're listening to The Blaze <laughs> with all the sickest hits and raddest tunes. Groovy. Wait, that's 60s. Dang it, I ruined I'm, it. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. Oh. Typical Caitlin. Oh. Ask her to do something, but only if you want her to ruin it. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> if you're like, we need to ruin something, but we want to we wanted do it on accident. Get Caitlin. <laughs> the sad thing is, you're probably right. <laughs> it's what we all do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why our podcast sucks. Uh, yeah, maybe. Just kidding. Please edit that. Or it's, or it's great. Who's to say? Who knows? Somebody with 500,000 followers liked one of our posts, so that's something. It probably doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they probably just wanted us to look at their thing. <laughs> well, it works, because I was like, who's that? He's verified. And I looked at it, I was like, that guy has a lot of followers. He's yeah. a comedian. Don't don't give them that much evidence. They don't need they don't need that much promotion. It's a person, and apparently they're funny. They at least think they are. Well, they're Who's friends with say? Joe Rogan, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know how to how that is or what that is or what that means or anything. It is midnight right now. Yeah, I'm just tired. <laughs> It's been a weird day. It has been a weird day. Amongst, oh, yeah. Amongst all the corona stuff, like as we record, uh, our old town that we both used to live in, Jonesboro, got hit with a really bad tornado. Smashed. And my family still lives in Jonesboro, but luckily they live far enough out of town where they, they weren't affected. It was Everything's fine with them, but the mall, I used to work at GameStop in the mall there. The mall's like demolished now. I mean, it's like... It just ripped it apart and everything by the mall. Like you can see the path of destruction. Like you can tell the way it went. Airports, airport, airport is destroyed. The mall's destroyed. Lots of homes were just obliterated. There was a picture, Andrew saw this picture, of a car. And it was like the only thing left on it. There were no wheels. There was no like metal or doors. All it was was like, I, isn't that called a chassis? Is that a chassis? Uh. I think that's right, but usually I think the chassis includes like upper parts. So it's like there was nothing. It's like the lower part. If you start building a model car, mm -hmm. it's like the very bottom piece that like the wheels eventually connect to. Yes, and like the motor, like the engine, and that was it. That was all that was left. You couldn't even tell if it was like a truck or 
or what it was it was insane i mean it it did and this is like the busiest part of jonesboro the mall area it's where all the restaurants are it's close to the university it's i mean yeah and well and the lucky thing is weirdly enough yeah with everything going on with the covid19 the mall was actually closed um so the mall was closed everything was like kind of not busy yeah and this is on a saturday and jonesboro is the biggest town in the area so normally everybody from every small town would be there it would be impossible to get around decently especially at that time of day yeah like so weirdly maybe covid19 saved a bunch of lives weirdly enough i mean honestly i think the last i heard there were six reported injuries that's it yeah i was actually just googling seeing if i could find if anybody had died and as of what I could find, not yet. Are there any more injuries reported that you can tell? Not that I could find. Like, I know what, there's two hospitals there, and one of them, one of them lost power. I, th- I, I assume that the, the generators kicked in, but they lost power, and this is like amid COVID stuff, too, and, and so they're having to deal with that. They probably called in, like, all, everybody that was available, thinking, you know, disaster and triaging and, you know, mentality. And one of the hospitals did. I know for sure that they called in all their like extra people for triaging and six people came. It's almost like the um, the reverse of, I heard a story similar to that where they, a big thing happened mm-hmm. and I can't remember where this was, but they got ready for like, there was a big event. They got ready at the hospitals and then nothing happened because there was nobody to save. It was like a train or something. Oh, they all died? Yeah, something like that. Like, oh. barely anybody came. Boy, that's grim. Yeah. But oh, fortunately, yeah. Uh, the thing we're talking about right now, this tornado, is less grim than it c- really could have been. Very. And honestly, feels like it should have been. Yeah, agreed. And a train did derail. And yes. And I don't even know if anybody was injured on it. Because they don't do passenger trains through there. No, it's all like freight trains. So yeah. Like 99% of the cars are probably filled with some sort of rock. Yeah. But, I mean, still no, no death reported. And I mean, that's just crazy. It's just the videos are insane. And like people weren't expecting it. There was no warning. Actually, though, I think it's I can't remember the weatherman there. Do you remember the weatherman Uh, from Region 8? Yeah. Uh, Ryan Vaughn. Yes. Ryan Vaughn. I read something where he was like they like put away that like there was a warning, a watch. There was like a tornado watch and they kind of were like, no, it's expired. And he was like, no, everybody needs to be ready. And like, even though they did away with the watch, he was like, this is a warning. I think it's going to happen. And I think it's going to happen here. And guess what? It did. And so they were like, shout out to Ryan Vaughn. I saw somebody post it. This man saved lives today because he told everybody, no, I don't, I don't trust this. I think something bad is going to happen. I think it's going to happen right here. And he was right. Yeah. Tornadoes are scary. Yes. They were always, they still like concern me, but they always were like one of my very biggest fears as a kid, <laughs> probably because I saw Twister, <laughs> which is like, which is dumb. Cause if you watch Twister now, you're like, this movie's bad and so dumb terrible. and weird. Like, but as a kid, it scared the crap out of me. So. Is, it is pretty scary. I remember going on the Twister ride at Universal, and that was pretty neat. Oh, really? Is it still there? Probably not at this mm. point. It's, I don't. I think it was probably about to be phased out when I saw it. Really? So, yeah. Well, at least you got it. That was like over a decade ago. I bet they've changed everything at that point. How old do you point. think Twister is? Don't Google it. Oh, I'm gonna guess like 97. Sounds about right. Now can I Google it? Though? Yeah, you can Google Let's it. Let's Google now. it. Let's, okay. 
This is our new segment. Google it. Yeah. Our segment. Was I right? <laughs> no. The answer will be very close. Very what? close. It was 96. Good job. Yeah. Those are close. I, I remember being like roughly, you know, that of that age at that time, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie when I was a kid was Jurassic Park. So I'm going to guess what year that came out. I'm going to say 95. Uh, let's find out. Okay. That sounds like it might yeah. be right. That was the first uh, PG-13 movie I ever saw. Oh. Also, it came out in 1993, which is shocking for how good that movie looks still. Really? 93? 1993. Also, the music, if I can say, is... Na, 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 na. <laughs> is supreme. I love John Williams. Uh, Have you seen that video <laughs> of the guy... He's singing the Jurassic Park theme song, but it's like on a, I don't know, some stupid little plastic instrument. And it's like the scene leading up to where the the um, two people, God, what are their names? What do they do? Sam, what's his face? And Laura Dern. And they're, Sam Neill and Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Yeah. And they, Laura Dern. Yeah. And they, it's like when they, they're like, he like grabs her head and turns it because they see the dinosaurs and the oh. the the white hair guy's like welcome to Jurassic Park. It's like doo, 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 doo. it's the first time you hear that. <laughs> but the YouTube video is this guy. <laughs> He's playing like some stupid instrument, and I'm just dying to about it right now. We broke Caitlin. Oh my gosh! He's like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so bad. I love it so much. I'm sorry. This is gross. (laughs) So funny. Anyways. So yeah, all that to say, please be thinking about our families and friends and Jones. Our families? We only have one family. Our family and friends. Family. My family and friend and all our friends in Jonesboro. I think it hit, I think it skipped the university though, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, university was not hit at all as I, as I understand it. Good. So it was basically just like the mall was the big one. Mm-hmm. Um which uh, and that was big because it's one of the it's probably the biggest building in Jonesboro maybe altogether. I'm not sure. Yeah. It lengthwise. It's pretty long. Mm-hmm. Square footage wise, probably yeah. it's not like they have big giant skyscrapers. In it's Jonesboro. only one story. It's only one story yeah. building. But uh, it covers a lot of area on the. On yeah, the and it's pretty much destroyed. And it was and the it big was stores cl- too. Yeah, it was like Dillard's, Best Buy. What else? Barnes and Noble. Uh, I think those were the big ones that got hit. Yeah, I mean there was other Alta, ones. Alta, Kirkland's. Yeah, and those are like in the same area. I think they're like. They might technically be counted as the mall. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. I don't remember how all that property works. It doesn't. It's not it doesn't important. matter. The point is, one of my friends works at GameStop still, and in the mall. So now, I, I mean, I don't know what she'll do. And you know, and she she's gonna have a baby too. That was already like a tough spot because GameStop is those they're struggling. Yeah. Even before this. 
I mean, even before coronavirus, they're uh, with coronavirus, they're having to like shut down like 300 stores permanently. Wow, really? Yeah. That sucks. It's just because online stuff is just taking over, which I get because I'm going to be honest. I buy a lot of stuff from Amazon. <laughs> or even just like digital purchases, which you can't yeah. like take to GameStop or whatever. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm one of the ones who I put the knife in GameStop. I Dang did it, it. Andrew. I I I like the digital games. Dang it. That was my last job before I became a nurse. Well, it's a good thing you're not uh working there anymore, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. But apologies to all of you who worked there or worked there. I've got your back peeps. Yeah. Well, Anywho. what? Anywho. Yeah. Speaking of nurses, <gasps> Oh, that brings today's, us yeah, yeah to our to our podcast subject this week, and it is about the uh, she's not honestly. I think I remember hearing about her, but I didn't like know know the story. I just think I vaguely had heard about her before. I don't know if I've heard anything like a story story on her. I would have been like eight years old when this happened. Yeah, so it would only register so much. And I wasn't even living in Arkansas when this happened. I was in Georgia. But our story is about Christina Marie Riggs, um, who was a nurse uh, here in Arkansas, actually. Also in Oklahoma. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was from Oklahoma, but then she moved to Arkansas. I think she had some, her mom lived here. And so that's why she moved here after she, well, we'll get to that. Um, so what, should we just, should we just go for it? I think now is the time more than ever. To do it. To Nike. Yes. Yes. Okay. What? <laughs> Just do it. Okay. See what I did? No. Okay. Explain it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. So, Christina Riggs. She uh, was born in Oklahoma. Um, She, kind of sad, she kind of had a hard childhood. She claimed to have been sexually assaulted by her stepbrother from ages 7 to 13. And at age 14, she said she was abused by a neighbor. And also at age 14, she started like drinking and like smoking cigarettes and pot and just kind of getting in with some bad stuff. Um, Her weight was always a problem for her, she said. Um, uh, One quote, she said, I felt that no boy liked me because of my weight. So I became sexually promiscuous because I thought that was the only way I could have a boyfriend, which is just real unfortunate. It is sad. And uh, sometimes... Apparently, I've read this, that uh, people who are abused will sometimes, they will gain weight hmm. because it's almost like... A coping, eating to cope like or whatever. coping and also like maybe subconsciously like if I gain weight, they won't try to come after me anymore. Hmm. That sort of thing. Interesting. And yeah, and also the part where she says she became sexually promiscuous, like yeah. sometimes that can also be a side effect. Yeah, I, I've heard that before. I wonder why. Um, The way I've heard it explained is essentially like, that's all they know. That's all they've learned about relationships. That's intimacy to them. Yeah, that's they don't know anything else. Hmm. And I don't. I'm not qualified to yeah, make real ne- good statements about that. Yeah. So you know, speculation. If if we're wrong, I apologize <laughs> to, to anybody who has a degree in this. We're just talking. We're just yeah. we're just chatting. We're doing our best. We're trying. Um. So. With that sexual promiscuity, she got pregnant in January of 1988 at the age of 16, but she gave that baby boy up for adoption. Um, But she did graduate from high school, and right after high school, she became an LPN, which is a licensed practicing nurse. 
Um, and then she got pregnant with her son, Justin, in October of 1991. Unfortunately, though, when his father found out, he immediately abandoned Christina and didn't have anything to do with him. Yeah, he moved back to, like, Minnesota. Jeez. Well, yeah. But after this, um, after her split with Justin's dad, she got back with a former boyfriend named John Riggs. And they married in July of 1993, by which time she was pregnant again. Uh, but unfortunately, this pregnancy ended in miscarriage um, the day of the wedding. Yeah. So that that's that that's going to scar you, you know, whoever. You, it doesn't matter. It's going to affect you in some way on some level. So in 94, a year later, she became pregnant again and gave birth to Shelby Alexis in December. And then in 95, the next year, they moved to Sherwood, Arkansas for them to be close to Christina's mom. Um, but at this point, the marriage w- had failed. Um, she became depressed and suicidal. And then she and John officially divorced. Um, and that left her with two children to tend to as a single mom and with, with little money and a regular child support. Um, she Her mom did help take care of the kids sometimes, though, because um, she was close by. Um, and although she had a job at the Arkansas Heart Hospital in Little Rock, her financial situation it continued to become desperate, and she felt suicide was the only way out. Um, and because of her suicidal ideation and her depression, she was prescribed Prozac, and she took it for a while and, and you know, felt okay. But like a lot of people do, she stopped taking it when she started to feel better. And Andrew and I actually talked about this a little bit tonight. <sighs> This is me on my nurse soapbox. <laughs> Uh-oh. There we go. Everybody buckle, buckle up, in. people. Here yeah. we go. Hold on to your butts. So um, don't stop taking your medicine unless your doctor tells you to. There's a good reason why you were prescribed it. If you have a problem, talk to your doctor and you can work it out together and figure out something that works for you. When a doctor prescribes 10 days of antibiotics, you take all 10 days of those antibiotics so we don't create antibiotic-resistant strains of bacteria that can't be treated. When a doctor prescribes you an antidepressant, you continue to take it. Just because you start feeling better, you keep taking it. You're feeling better because you're on medicine. Same thing with, like, we talk like, we were talking about, uh... What were we talking about? Oh. I, is it when I was yelling about anti-vaxxer stuff? <laughs> no, it was the Pennsylvania thing that you were talking about. What was the Pennsylvania thing? I don't remember. Was it Pennsylvania? I don't know. What was it? The the shooter. Oh. Uh, was that Pennsylvania? Yeah, but I, I don't... You, you were it? saying that she was on... She refused to take her meds. Yeah. that. Well, that's the... I mean, she was she, on them. She was a paranoid schizophrenic. Um, and she refused to take her meds and there's a very funny scene in an ID show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, I know it's, it's disturbing, but it's a dramatization. Sometimes the they're hilarious. They're so bad. Um, I only mentioned it and because I, I mentioned it cause I saw this in, uh, it was an ID episode of, uh, deadly women. Oh yeah. Uh, I forget which episode season two, episode three or something like that. And there's like three stories and one of them is this woman in, Philadelphia went on a shooting spree and she was a paranoid schizophrenic who refused to take her meds and then killed a bunch of people. And that'll happen. You have to take your meds. And of course, she probably didn't know better because of the paranoid schizophrenia, but that's a different, that's a whole different thing. But if you are competent and able to make rational decisions, you you need to take your medicines. Yeah. I, you could even compare it to like working out. Like if you work out, you're going to get into better shape. If you then are like, I'm in great shape. I can stop working out. 
No, you'll go back to being fat. That's exactly it. Yes. Great analogy. Thank Good you. Good job. Look. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very cool. We, we watched a movie and they, cool. instead of clapping, they snapped their fingers like um, a poetry slam from the 90s. Yeah. The, um, I had something else I was going to say and now I have to stall while I think about what it was. I'm sorry. And it was super important. I, I totally bet. saw you like thinking the oh, thought too. I oh. was going to say uh, another thing with like mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying I've heard, I heard it on, uh, somewhere i can't remember where it was now mm-hmm. but they they have like a saying that's essentially mental illness is not your fault but it is your responsibility that's a pretty good that's a pretty good analogy you have to you got to, and not in a harsh way you got to love you you got to take care of yourself and that includes therapy talk it out you have to talk about feelings it doesn't make you a pansy it doesn't make you weird because you go to see a therapist i see a therapist and it's wonderful and i love it and i feel better and you're taking care of your mind. Your mind makes up you. So take care of you. Get get help if you need it. And especially, you know, while we're, because, you know, our subject did have suicidal ideation. There are resources for you. You know, don't stop taking your medicine that you were prescribed just because you feel better. That's why you're feeling better. And, and, and go to therapy. And, and if you're, ha- if you're having struggles, then, call the national suicide hotline and talk to somebody there. They can help you. There's always an answer. I promise. And this is coming from somebody who has struggled with depression and who, who has been in dark places. You are not alone. There is somebody to talk to. There is somebody to help you. Please don't feel like you are alone. And Andrew has the national suicide hotline number yeah, that number's uh, 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Uh, if you ever forget it, there is, I think that Logic song, <laughs> the title of it is that number. Nobody it's a pretty good that. song. Nobody it's knows. a very famous song. Why are you asking like... You, you I've never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. You you don't know famous music? I guess not. I'm too. I'm too cool for that. I don't listen to mainstream, Andrew. That's what very uncool people say, but yes. That's what uncool people do to try and seem like they're cool. How do I know? Because I did it. (laughs) That's why, like, as I've gotten older, I like pop music more than I used to because I'm like, some of this is fine. I don't like pop music. I'm not going to hate it just because it's popular like I used to. I don't hate all pop music. I just don't listen to the radio. If I get in the car, I turn on podcasts, typically. Yeah, I do the same. So, I mean, I just don't. I don't know what's up. There was a period of time where I was driving a car that did not have podcasting capabilities as far as like putting my phone into it. So I was just like, I guess I'll listen to the pop station. What's <laughs> Ariana Grande up to? <laughs> She's so. making some bacon eggs. Ba- it's thank you next, but it sounds like bacon eggs if you listen to it. Uh, if you listen to it, it sounds like she says thank you next. Sounds like bacon eggs. But if you're not listening, it probably sounds like bacon eggs. It does sound like bacon eggs. So that leads us to the day of her murders. Um, So the day of the murders, it was November 4th, 1997. And Christina received a new prescription for Elevil, also called amitriptyline. And it's an antidepressant, but it has sedative side effects. Um, She got that from her pharmacist. And from her work, she stole some morphine and some undiluted potassium chloride. So and just a side note um, from somebody who has infused potassium multiple times, it burns really bad. Even when it's diluted, it still burns. Like you have to run it 
super slow. And even at that rate, some people have to have it even slower because it just it's very irritating to the veins. So and it's also very your heart is very sensitive. You have two different parts of your heart. We call it in, in cathode, we call it plumbing and electricity. So in cathode, we deal with the plumbing uh, EP doc, electrophysiologist will deal with the electric part. But potassium is an electrolyte. And if it's off, your heart can get real funky real fast. So um, all that to say, potassium burns when it's infused, even if it is diluted. And also potassium chloride is used to stop hearts in open heart surgery. And it is also one of the ingredients in the lethal injection cocktail. So side note, there you go. All right. So her plan was to give her children some Elevil and then inject them, inject them with the undiluted potassium to stop their hearts. So she gathered up, she got home from work around 10 PM and she gathered up stuff. She got the Elevil and had her kids take it with some water. And after they kind of got sedated, she got Justin first and she injected him in the neck with some of that potassium and that'll wake anybody up. And because it was undiluted, it was super, super painful for poor little Justin. And instead of killing Justin, it caused him excruciating pain. And he, he came to like screaming and sobbing. Um, So she gave him some morphine to help ease that pain and it didn't really work. So she just kind of like held him in her arms and she rocked him. And it said that she was weeping as she did. So, so to me, I mean, it kind of, it seems like she wanted to do it, but she didn't. You know what I mean? I almost, I hate to say this, but I almost feel bad for her. You know what I mean? Maybe. it. I think she wanted to do it, but she just yeah. didn't want to do it in a way that was incompetent as she did. Yeah, she didn't want to issue. hurt them. She wanted right. to end their lives, but she didn't want to hurt them in the process. She just wanted it, it to be painless, but it didn't really work. Yeah. So, um. When his pain had subsided, she smothered him with a pillow and then went over to Shelby and did the same. And she left their bodies side by side in bed covered with a blanket. In an interview, this is sad, she stated that Justin struggled and fought as she smothered him, which is just awful to think about. Yeah, because that takes like uh, the video. The thing I watched was like three to six minutes to smother somebody with a pillow. Yes. I mean, it's not immediate by any means. And it it's just that's a kid yeah that's awful and to do that to your own your own child yes so after her deeds christina then wrote she wrote three suicide notes but one that she wrote to her estranged husband it said quote i hope one day you will forgive me for taking my life and the life of my children but i can't live like this anymore and i couldn't bear to leave my children behind to be a burden on you or to be separated and raised apart from their fathers and live knowing their mother killed herself um so after she wrote those notes she then ingested 28 of the elevil and injected herself with some potassium hoping to end her life but her mother became concerned after not hearing from her be able to reach her so they did a welfare check on her and um, found the bodies of her two children in bed and then christina was laying on the floor next to them uh, she was actually semi-conscious but she she wasn't really responsive so they gathered her up and they took her to the hospital and um, she was treated and they pumped her stomach and she was okay but the next day they arrested her yeah, that's uh, really terrible. And, yeah. like, it's 
I guess she, she thought she was doing the right thing to some extent, I yeah. guess. But I don't know. That's just a bad time yeah. for all. And that's like, um, I think we talked about this. I have to Google the term real quick. Angel of Death? death. Was it Angel of Death? I feel like I've seen Angel of Death and Angel of Mercy used interchangeably in these cases. Yeah, yeah. As far as, well, not for um, killing your children necessarily, but nurses or medical practitioners killing their patients. Yes, yes. And and almost all of them are medical practitioners of some sort. The Angels of Death or Angels of Mercy. They work in the, like almost all of them, work in the medical field in some way and i hate to say it, it's usually nurses that are like typical yeah don't don't say it. no no i don't agree <laughs> with that i take it back no yeah you don't get a yeah for that no yeah for agreeing with you Weird. yeah because i agreed with you shut up <laughs> so the, they're almost always nurses, and they have this mindset of like i'm taking away their pain even if the people are like doing pretty good like those kids were totally fine and she had this mentality well her mentality was that she wanted to end her life but she didn't want her kids she wanted to take her kids with her so it was kind of selfish to be honest yes i agree yeah so initially when she was arrested uh she tried to say she was not guilty by reason of insanity which i bet was actually like the attorneys were probably like pushing yeah yeah I think that was. Because they will continue to push stuff and she's like, fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but she was found to be competent. Uh, that's, which is weird if you really think about it. Like, I guess this is the case in a lot of weird cases like this where it's like, they are insane, but they're not the right amount of insane. I guess like they know that what they're doing, they shouldn't be doing. Exactly. Is the main thing. Exactly. And that's what separates it. They know the difference between right and wrong and they know what they did is wrong. Yeah. It just seems weird because it's like obviously something is busted in their brain. Not to say she's like, not mentally ill, but she's yeah, competent but like, and she knows what she's doing right or wrong. Yeah. And uh, so her attorneys would argue that she had longstanding depression, low self-esteem, which is why she wanted to end her life and take her children with her. And that taking her children with her would be an act of love, is what they called it. Um, She claimed, or her lawyers rather, claimed that she had uh, post-traumatic stress disorder uh, from the sexual abuse she sustained as a child, as well as working the aftermath of the Oklahoma City bombing. Hmm. Um, Thing is... The prosecutors claimed that there was no record of her working triage or anything after those bombings. Yeah, it seems kind of... She lived in Oklahoma at the time of it, but it seems kind of suspicious, you know? It, it seems like it was made up, potentially. Yeah, to help her case or something. Yeah, and it could even be like, maybe she was working in the area and maybe saw a patient or something at the hospital. But like, there's yeah. no records of anything. Yeah. So the prosecutors said that the depression and PTSD was not why she committed the murders. They argued that she thought of her children as an inconvenience and she would leave them alone or just drop her off, drop them off at her mother's while she went out to party. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. That's. Hmm. Wouldn't be the first time somebody did something like that. (laughs) Yep. So she would be convicted on June 30th of 1998 on two counts of first degree murder. And after the, receiving the first, uh, after receiving the verdict, uh, she collapsed in court. Mm. When it came to the sentencing phase, she told the jury and judge that she just wanted to die. She says, "I want to be with my babies. I want you to give me the death penalty." So uh, eventually, she'd be granted her wish. Wow! It's 
kind of like our first episode. Yeah, that's what I was where, saying. Ronald Gene Simmons, he's like, I want to die. Kill yeah. Him. Like, she put up more of a fight than he did, though, I guess. I don't even know if it was of her own will, though. I think her attorneys kind of did that for her. Yeah, like, I, like you I think said. so. Yeah, because they, she, it said that she allowed. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, if we haven't got to that yet. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Like, very soon. <laughs> so, anyway, after uh, she received her verdict of death by lethal injection, is like the, uh, the sentence. Not, yeah. It didn't happen yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She told the judge thank you and mm. squeezed her attorney's hand and she would only allow for a motion for retrial once because her lawyer said her initial statement to police was made when she was still under the influence of the Elaville. that's how you say that right yes. is that how you were saying <laughs> yeah Elaville. i almost went a laval <laughs> yeah uh that motion was denied um she refused clemency from the governor and her lawyer said all she had to do was ask she wouldn't ask hmm. so um, the term I saw for this is for somebody who's like not fighting their death penalty. It's like a, a suicide a, type a volunteer. Hmm. That was a term I saw. Interesting. Reading an Arkansas Times article about this. I've never heard that term. You should have read that article that I didn't show you. You should have, you jerk. <laughs> you did that on purpose. That's right. I tricked <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. And so she, she believed that her children were going to be waiting for her in heaven. Oh, well. If yeah. you make it there. Yeah, good luck. You did murder your kid, so... That seems like a difficult hurdle, but who knows? <laughs> like, that's a that's a tough one to get... Like, when you get to the pearly gates and they're like... What'd you do wrong in your life? Well, I killed both of my <laughs> children. For most people, they'll list off, like, a, a lot of things. With her, there's like, you killed your children. You got anything to say for that one yeah. to start with? Yeah. Like, let's start there. Yeah. Then we'll work down, like, the lesser misdemeanor type charges here you stole morphine and potassium from your work let's talk about that too oh to kill your children by the way yeah yeah no christina riggs was set to be the first woman to be executed in arkansas in more than 150 years and the fifth in the u.s since capital punishment returned in 1976 now technically she would be the first woman executed by the state of arkansas Hmm. because up until 1913 executions were under the jurisdiction of counties so there had been there'd actually been three other women killed or executed in arkansas but she'd be the first done by the state wait there was three other women that were executed or they were on death row executed like way back when so she's the first woman executed in arkansas since 1845 wow but technically those were done, carried out by like the counties. the counties. Yeah, not the state. The state didn't take over those until 1913. Hmm. Okay. So, um, but there had been three other women uh, who had previously been on death row with the state, but their sentences had been reduced. I see. Yeah, that's where it got confusing. For okay, you. I, I get, see, I I see, see what you did. I see. So, April 30th, she's flown from the McPherson Three Cell female death row in Newport to the Cummins unit near Pine Bluff in preparation for execution on May 2nd. And I guess there's probably not, there's probably not a lot of executions that don't have protesters. Yeah. I can imagine they pretty much all do. Yeah. I wonder if like Timothy McVeigh had protesters. I'm sure he did. I mean, even him. Yeah. I mean, you remember that uh, license plate that I saw? Oh, the one that said like T T McVeigh. McVeigh. And And I was like, like, you should change your license plate. (laughs) I wonder if that person's like young and too young to know any better or too old. 
No, if they were old, they would know. But I mean, if they're they like, would know. Okay, easy. I mean, you know, but they may not like uh, know. You know, maybe it's Teresa McVeigh. Yeah, but they they would know. They would know who Timothy McVeigh is. But maybe they're like eighty five. They would know. Okay, fine. They would have been like 60, 50 something at the time of that. I know, but maybe but they they didn't know his name or they forgot or didn't keep up with the news. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't Who's matter. to say? Who knows? But yeah, there was 60 protesters outside the governor's mansion the day of her execution. Her last meal, it sounds okay. Uh, we got supreme pizza. Okay. A salad. Mm-hmm. Okra. Mm. I'm not a big fan of okra. Mm. They're not Unless either. it's fried. Even fried, I'm kind of like, the, my my The best fried okra is at Holly's in Conway. Well, you'll have to take me there sometime. Okay. Um, yeah. Okra, mostly, I'm just like, Ooh. if it's in gumbo, I'm fine. Because uh-uh. then it's like, fine. it's like absorbed all the juices and stuff. Ugh. But otherwise, I'm kind of like, no thanks. But she also had cherry lime made mm-hmm. and strawberry shortcake. I approve of that meal. Sounds like pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, she sat on the execu- execution table for 18 minutes as staff had difficulty placing an IV line in her. Is that because of her weight? Yeah, she was like real, real. She was like 300 plus pounds. I know. I, I read that she had gained 30 pounds while in prison. And she was already like pushing 300. Yeah, she was. As we've mentioned, she was overweight yeah, before. Yeah. But she ultimately agreed to have one placed in her wrist. Which so. is really, sen- that's a sensitive area to get is an it? IV. Yeah. She Especially... Ha- if you're pushing potassium through that, which is in which, the, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, she basically tried to use the potassium chloride mm-hmm. that was undiluted mm-hmm. to kill her children. Mm-hmm. And that's in the lethal injection cocktail, which is used to kill her. Yep. So it's kind of a, kind of like ironic justice. Yeah. I mean. Sort of. I bet if she had gotten that, I wonder if, if she had been able to make that work. If like she had done it right and mm-hmm. killed her kids with it, if she would have had enough to do it to herself, probably it really doesn't. I or mean, at least try. Your potassium is pretty sensitive in your body. Like if you get dehydrated, it's gonna shoot up, and if you are overhydrated, it's gonna dilute down. So and and it, it like I said, it affects your heart's pretty sensitive to it. So the normal range is pretty small. It's three point five to five. And if you go much below that or much over that, you get some weird, funky things going on with your heart. Or you can. You can. So, it wouldn't have, if it's undiluted and concentrated, it wouldn't have taken much to to do stuff to the kids because they're so little. Yeah. So, her last words would be, quote, there's no way, no words can express how sorry I am for taking the lives of my babies. Now I can be with my babies as I always intended. I love you, my babies, end quote. Hmm. She would be pronounced dead nine minutes after the injection on May 2nd, 2000. Wow. And thus was the life of Christina Riggs. It's any any family annihilator, which, you know, she wasn't as drastic as like Ronald Jean Simmons by any means, but she didn't have as much family to be drastic with. She also probably didn't plan it for months and months and things like that but the she there way, was premeditation yeah you know? definitely but any any time a parent kills their children that's like against the rules of nature you know what i mean like yeah we're not freaking alligators or whatever <laughs> they're just like gotta eat these babies or something <laughs> is that like, what happens i think alligators do there's a lot of like weird animals but that's not a human thing otherwise we, we wouldn't have society the way it is <laughs> like that's not it's, it always gets me mad when people are like 
well, if you see in nature, like birds, they'll just kick a bird out of the nest and let it fly. It's like, we're not birds. Yeah. We act, we're our human. brains are different. We have bigger brains and we walk on two feet. Like, yeah, it's it's a dumb thing. Yeah. But like, we wouldn't have built up culture and society at all if, if, we, if we were just like. reasoning and thinking. And yeah, if we're just like, well, every once in a while, I'm going to eat this baby like an alligator. <laughs> what the heck? Mm, with some okra in a gumbo. <laughs> Yeah, that's what would be in it. The, the, oh, no. It's, it's, oh, no. Yeah, alligators. They would have gumbo, right? Oh, no. Why are we hypothesizing about this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Terrible. This went to a bad spot. This went to a bad spot. I've had a... Uh, reading this and... So, I'll, I'm, I just want to mention real quickly while you're getting ready to blow my mind. Mm-hmm. I have also watched, uh, I watched a documentary that's very good and very sad what? and very touching but mostly sad. What? Have you ever heard of Chris Benoit? Yes, the wrestler? Yes. Yes. Vice has a series called Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. And they just put out a two-part documentary about Chris Benoit that and what was he did. And real sad. They have interviews with like uh, his his wife, who he murdered. Yeah. Um, interviews with her uh, sister. Oh, yeah. And like some of the wrestlers who were close to him and mm-hmm. also the family yeah. um, and also his son who he didn't kill, who he had had with a different woman. Oh, before. okay. I was like, I thought he did kill his son. Yeah, he did kill his son. But, but this was there's a different, a different son, son okay, who okay. looks shockingly like him. Really? Yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah, it's very sad. And like, you see, you can see how it affects like his Everybody, son. Everybody, yeah. Even. Yeah. But that was a harrowing experience to watch. Very good. Um, just be ready to know if you watch that Benoit documentary you're gonna come close to crying if you don't cry (laughs) if you don't you're a monster yeah like I was I was very close on quite a few moments because it's it's very sad and very very heart-wrenching and you know what um talking about uh head trauma did we have we talked about that before Uh, with like football players and stuff and how like it affects their decision making and and they get like the Alzheimer's or the encephalopathy I think it was like chronic. We haven't talked about it, but they talk about it in that documentary. Ah, like, and that's the same thing. Like he had yeah, all this head he trauma. Had, he had the CTE yes. like big time. This yeah. is this is also early days of like CTE, like hardcore research. Really? Yeah. Like, because it wasn't until a few years ago that like the NFL stuff like really blew up on football and CTE. Mm-hmm. But this guy who was a former wrestler had been pushing for all this research. Good. And he was... He like he reached out to the to Benoit's father really to ask him if they could look at his brain and he let, sure enough he, he had like he had the CTE real bad and that's what a lot of them make those bad decisions and get into like okay like OJ and uh, he's a football NFL right yeah he was a very famous football player yeah who knows if that's why he did it but you know and then like Chris Benoit and then um who uh is it Muhammad Ali that had like the trimmers and yes yes he has that yeah and that is he still alive i think he may have died i don't remember i can't remember but he had like you know all that trimmers and he couldn't barely speak and you know that was probably from years of brain trauma because it's just like i think i read somewhere where it's not like necessarily one big event it's repeated bruising to the brain and like repeated small injuries to your brain yeah that's like the big one and also in the late 90s, early 2000s, wrestling was reckless. In oh, a way. yeah. Like, I remember watching, and they would take chair shots with, like, a real chair straight to the head, like, right to the dome, 
not putting their hands up or anything. And I remember watching, and I just thought like, oh, they had a good way to do it without like, hurting themselves. Like acting, like with punching yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like you do. It's wrestling. Yeah. It's supposed to be fake. You're not supposed to get hurt. And they actually did. They were actually just taking dome shots oh all the time. Like, and it was like, yeah, it was like they would do it to be like, look at me, I'm tough. I'm one of the guys. <laughs> and then also he did a move called the diving headbutt. Oh, that, which, that sounds like, awful. Yeah. It was invented by a wrestler. They talk about this in the documentary too. Mm-hmm. It was invented by a wrestler named Harley Race. Mm-hmm. And he invented it. He did it his whole career. And he told people, do not do this move. It's going to mess up your spine and stuff because wow. of the way you land. Yeah, yeah. And then a different wrestler did it named Dynamite Kid. He got paralyzed. Oh, my God. And then Chris Benoit did it and murdered his family and himself. So, basically... Don't th- do the diving head. D- don't do it. Don't but do they, it. They've, they've done a bunch of stuff. Like, they don't do the chair shots. They don't even do, like, protected chair shots of the head in WWE anymore. Good. <laughs> so, they don't do those. Uh, they're very strict about their... Uh, concussion stuff good like there was a wrestler daniel bryan who couldn't get cleared for like two years because of brain concussion stuff really yeah well i mean at least they're taking it seriously yeah for the most part yeah it's because that's that's a bad time and i don't know how much because there's all kinds like there's accidents happen whatever but yeah but you got to do what you can do yeah yeah i mean yeah so i worry about like real quick like watching japanese wrestling sometimes yeah because they will just straight up slap people in the freaking head <laughs> what? yeah and it's like oh my god like his face like contorted and everything like he hit him legit like Ooh. don't do that have you seen the video it's like a it's like a world like slapping contest or something yes oh my god especially when they do like the slow motion it's not even like slapping it's like straight up like rear and like, back and like, like a palm strike you would call it like hitting like, the crap crap out of them i mean these people like immediately just like if if there's this one guy that was like a reigning champ and when he like reared back his hand and like he just brought it down with the force of god upon this person's face and they just went i mean they went out it was i mean i was like boy i've never slapped anybody like that (laughs) wow yeah Protect your head. Even like soccerers have yeah, like some yeah. controversy about this because of headers. Mm-hmm. So there's even been talk of like in the future, maybe there's no headers in soccer. Yeah. So wear your helmets. Uh, protect your brain. The you helmet only maybe got one. doesn't. The helmet is maybe the the bad part. I don't. There's think... some study about those because the helmets, they're so good that people will use them like a weapon. They'll run into each other and hit head to head and all that. And that's, it's the small concussive hits over and over again. But think about if you didn't wear a helmet. You would play differently and you wouldn't let your head get hit as much, mm, potentially. That's true. But well, also the way football is built, it maybe doesn't help. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I There's a I lot of be, reform that would need to happen. I'd be curious to see like what the difference is in CTE numbers compared to like, say, football versus rugby players. Hmm. Yeah, because like, rugby doesn't, they don't do that, do they? Right. Or like, yeah, rugby and like Australian rules football, which is vaguely similar. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be curious to know if there's been studies on on CTE with them compared to football. Interesting. This is a fascinating path we've wandered down. Yeah, I like welcome. it. Thank you. That's what I do. Even if it had to do with wrestling, I still it was still good. Yeah, I'm just glad you're opening up your mind. It's not. It, well, it's because it incorporated science, and I appreciate that. It always incorporates science. Mm. Just like Drew Gulak would come out and do a PowerPoint and. <laughs> All right. <laughs> tell me tell me about the thing that's been memed to death that oh I've been trying to avoid. My 
like the people I live with, they were watching it, this thing, and I realized it. And anytime I went around them, I had to put in, I had headphones in and I was listening to music and I'd like kind of keep my head away from looking at the TV so that I could uh, try and go in fresh for this because that's what Caitlin wanted. Yes. I was like, don't watch, like Andrew came over to my house to like record stuff and I had it playing. I was like, oh my gosh, don't look, don't watch, don't, don't, don't. He's like, okay, fine. And so it's, I think we all know again what I'm talking about. And that is the Tiger King, Joe Exotic. And let me tell you, it is a wild ride, my friend. It's okay. Okay. So I have some memes and stuff on my phone and I should have taken pictures of a lot more of them, but I didn't. But then I'm going to show Andrew. So this is a good this is a good synopsis here. Somebody, Pete Stiegmeier, I don't know who that is. Somebody on Twitter tweeted me explaining Tiger King to my mom. There's a magician, meth head, tiger tamer, country singer, gay polygamist, and Alex Jones type with live tigers in his videos and presidential slash gubernatorial candidate. And then, mom, that's too many people to track. Me. Oh, that's just one guy. And that is like, oh my gosh, that's so accurate. That is Joe Exotic to a T. So this starts out Joe Exotic like some big old kitties. <laughs> And he he has his number one nemesis, Carol. So Joe and Carol. Carol is the owner of like a big cat rescue or something. And Joe Exotic owns like a private zoo with a bunch of big cats. And he has a couple of things, some alligators and some apes or chimps or I don't know, something. So there's also another guy, Doc Antle. He's in Myrtle Beach. He owns one too. And then that one guy, the, uh, the 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 drug lord guy, he's scary. He owns one too. Who else is there? Who am I forgetting? I can't remember. I, I don't know. Who who are the players? Who are the main players? Joe Exotic and Carol are the only people I've ever I've I've seen the names of and yeah. like retained information of any sort. Well, Doc Mantle, he's got some wild stuff going on too. That's definitely um, that's cult central, like for show. So don't don't go there. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Um, but Carol is straight up cuckoo birds and Joe Exotic, he is just, if ever there is a character that is just, you, you think he would be made up. It's, it's Joe Exotic. I mean, he's, he's, he's crazy. And it, <laughs> he has like 20 piercings in each of his year. He has this eyebrow piercing. That's like, wait, what are you looking at? Just you just made about a face. I, I'd be a piercing. Oh, he has an eyebrow piercing, and it wasn't like you can tell it was probably like homemade because it's just hanging on by a little bit of skin right there, and it's like dangling treacherously. He's got his nips pierced. He's all tatted up, and he he mentions that he he doesn't wear underwear, and his 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 thing is pierced. So, <laughs> it, I don't. How do you even get that pierced? I I don't want to know. I don't need to I know. Don't, yeah, I don't. I'm not going to look it up. Okay, but Good. I just I it. It confuses me, but I don't need to know more information, it I guess, is what I would say. Just absolutely awful. But there's these like, they go into his bedroom for something and there's these locks hanging up on the on the wall and he says that he, he puts that through his piercing down there. <laughs> Your silence. Mm. Is, yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't like it. I know. <laughs> like, like locks you'd put like on a locker? Kinda? Yeah, yeah, like a key lock. Like even the weight should be a problem. I guess not. Be uncomfortable. I don't know what he did with it, but he was married 
to oh what's his name john i think john and travis and oh my gosh i guess i should chase spoilers because i'm talking about a lot of things so um oh yeah tiger king spoilers oh by the way i guess yeah sorry i've been talking about it for a minute i it sounds like you barely even touched the surface though. oh i haven't but he was married john, I, think, I think his name is john john is poor john he's 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 missing he, he's missing all his teeth uh but he done a little too much meth i think god love him and uh anyways i think joe probably dabbled in quite a bit of drugs too so where's where are they based in they're based in oklahoma okay and then you said there were some people in florida uh-huh uh carol carol baskins is in florida okay and then doc Antel is in myrtle beach and okay. then there's an i can't remember where the other guy is he's the other guy is i mean he's like somebody you don't want to get on his bad side like he's kind of scary but he owns they all own big cats Okay, I was going to ask, like, what's the concept? Is it they're all fighting to be the Tiger King? So, Joe kind of dubbed himself Tiger King, the Tiger King, or had the title kind of bestowed upon him, kind of, sort of. But he he, he dubbed himself Joe Exotic. His his real last name, I can't pronounce. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Um, it's too exotic. It is. It, yeah, but... <laughs> but yeah, they all own big cats and they want to be like the best private big cat zoo owner and have the most and make the most money, even though you're not supposed to sell. It's like the trading and selling of endangered species is illegal. or And I think of big cats in general is illegal. And they do that. And they're not supposed to. So it's kind of like hush hush type stuff. How are they not getting caught? Exactly. Especially when there's a Netflix documentary. Well, so Joe got caught. And oh, okay. Joe's in, Joe's in prison now, uh, which is kind of like you kind of feel bad for him because there are a bunch of other people that should have gone down. And if you watch it, you'll see what I mean. And like Doc Antle, I I I think at the end of the documentary, it said his place got raided at the end of last year, and he's probably going to be facing some charges soon. But there are other people like and Carol. She comes off with this like nice, like hippie vibe. But here's the wild part. Are you ready? Yes. Carol killed her husband. Okay. But it doesn't. <laughs> I'm not surprised because that's it, one of the things I wasn't able to avoid was like, I mean, those like Carol definitely killed so-and-so. Uh, and Carol killed her husband. Yeah. Something like that. So I tried to like scroll past. I was like, what? I don't understand what this is. And then like, I think I figured out it was Tiger King when I saw later memes and I was like, ah, and I tried to scroll past <laughs> real fast. The, my fit. Yeah. It's almost unavoidable. So here's the thing. Well, here's here's why Carol did it. Carol was the other woman for about four years, so she nasty. So, so she uh, she was married, and I think her first marriage was not good. Um, and she had a daughter, I think, in that marriage, and then she met her second husband, and she was the other woman for a while, and then her second husband left his wife and his family for her. So real good guy. But he was like, he made a lot of money. He had lots of money. But like, you couldn't tell by like the way he dressed. Like he was kind of like a simple guy, just wore like blue jeans and a t-shirt. And, but he had a lot of money. Well, then they got married, Carol and uh, John Lewis, something Lewis. Um, or maybe it's, yeah, something Lewis. It doesn't matter. The point is second husband. She got married and then she started getting, they started getting to big cats. Well, she started like, 
the way it started, it was like private ownership and she would breed them and she did like touch them and, and like hold them and feed them and pet them and keep them as pets. Well, her husband wanted to use it more of as a profit thing and she just wanted to own cats. That's what she wanted to do. And she wanted to make videos and stuff. Well, she did make a weird video about getting rich quick, which is kind of scandalous and weird. But this was pre Big Cat Rescue is what it's was, called. Was the video marry a rich guy and kill him? <laughs> It was it was basically was it, was it just like marry a rich old guy and hope he dies, but sometimes maybe you can speed that up. Yep. And well no, it wasn't that. But but she so anyways, so but she just wanted to own the cat. She didn't want to make a business out of it. Well, he wanted to make a business and so he's like, Let's go to Costa Rica and we can make a business out of it. And she didn't want to, but he did and she was kinda he had like filed a restraining order against her or tried to because she had a gun and like stole his gun and was like being crazy. And the, the police were like, we can't just file a restraining order because she said stuff and because she stole your gun. And so that seems exactly like the reason you could file a restraining order. He did. She didn't do anything to him is what this was a while ago. Quite a what's while a, ago. What's a while ago? eighties maybe oh it's the eighties yeah okay it's like it's like way it's a pretty long time ago okay i could see eighties if it were like recently like past even 10 years i'd be like what are you talking about no you don't get the restraining order after shit (laughs) after stuff went down yeah it was yeah anyway so then then suddenly her husband disappears he goes missing one day and then his secretary like Tries to get in contact with him, tries to get in contact with her. And finally, Carol calls the secretary and is like, I haven't seen him for a day. And it was like the that morning. And her, the secretary is like, are you going to report him missing or not? She's like, yeah, I guess so. And so about one o'clock the next afternoon, she reports him missing. This is what we were talking about a couple episodes ago about uh, needing 24 hours before somebody was considered missing. Yeah. It's almost like that, except even worse. Yeah, where she did she's it. like did it and didn't report him for a long time. Yep. So Joe Exotic says that bones like, because the tiger's stomach is so acidic, they kind of like disintegrate or they're digested. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what Joe Exotic said. And so... And who wouldn't trust a man named Joe Exotic? With nipple piercings and tattoos and, and, and two husbands and... Puts <laughs> not that locks in his it. wiener. Oh. Yeah. And anyway, so... So, yeah, her husband just kind of went missing, and I think she fed him to the tigers. Uh, that seems like probably what everybody thinks at yeah. this point. And she got- Who watched it. So, she wanted him declared dead, but you can't declare somebody dead until they've been missing for five years. So, five years and one day, she had him declared dead. And she got all of his money, I assume? Mm, pretty much. Yeah. And- so she owns Big Cat Rescue, and now she's all like, save the cats. I didn't breed them. I didn't do anything, but she don't videos of it no i don't know she may not deny it i don't know but she i think she's like i learned that it's not okay to do that but her and joe like he was like did she learn it's not okay to murder her husband though you don't know i guess we'll see if if number three makes it although she got divorced from number one um he i don't he didn't die well i don't know he maybe i don't know well he didn't get fed to tigers yes correct as far as we know yeah as far as i know but like the re- one of the reasons why Joe was put in jail is because he tried to hire somebody to kill her. 
to kill like he hates this woman like hates her like i've never seen somebody hate somebody so much like he would have like mannequins and dress them up like her and like shoot the mannequins and like set them on fire and blow them up with dynamite and let tigers play with it and like she he would i mean he made so many videos and like was like threatening her and saying he's gonna kill her and i mean really terrible things and then and then he kind of hit rock bottom and yeah then kind of tried to hire somebody and he lost the zoo and his quote-unquote business partner who was a total jerk like kind of screwed him over or totally screwed he was a con man totally screwed him over flim flim man thank you yeah oh, dang it you're right flim flim man and we, we talked about this so, so why he, did why did he hate her so much because she was like coming after him basically like his business she didn't she was just coming at him to be held accountable for not breeding cats and like not wanting to, them to breed them and sell them and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, so she was on the non profiteering side, I guess is what you're saying. Like, and she was theoretically, or at least she claimed to be correct. Big cat rescue is not a zoo. It is a cat, big cat rescue, but like he did some shady things. Like he took their logo and like put big crap, big, big crap, big cat rescue, like, and then put like incorporated or something underneath. I don't remember what it was, but something underneath it. So it's a little bit different, but he definitely got like copyright sued and they had like millions of dollars of lawsuits back and forth with each other. That's, I mean, I, but the difference between Joe Exotic and Carol Baskins is that Carol Baskins current husband is actually pretty smart. I don't know if he has a law degree or some kind of like law background of some sort, but he like, he's well-spoken and like, he's a little weird, but she's pretty weird. And, but he knows like what he's talking about. It sounds like, He's very like well spoken. So and poor Joe, he's not. I mean, he doesn't sound like it. And you said the thing about like changing the logo slightly, like that's going to get you out of it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's not. It that's does, not how it work works. That way. Like you can go ask every high school that's been copyright stricken mm-hmm. by like a college, and it's like, but we changed the colors from red to blue. It's like it's the same it logo. Count. You just use the paint fill tool on it. Yeah, it's that's still that's still copyright infringement. Yeah. So, and he ooh, one thing he did, he would like bo- go buy like um discounted meat, like expired meat from like Walmart and stuff, like like so many pounds of it to feed the tigers and like his workers, they're kind of like a group of misfits and like kind of people that are like they're all missing teeth and well, simple people. Are they just like the like redneck version of the Lost Boys? Mm, kind of. Uh, yeah. The, this is the dark path that it would actually go down. Yeah. With, in real life. With meth. And, uh, but they, they I mean, th- anyways, they would pick through the meat and take it home with them and be like, oh, this looks like it's okay. It's still frozen. And they take it home with them. And that's like what they ate. And I was like, that's sad. It's gross. Gross. And, I mean, they all were kind of like a family, you know, but they were okay with that standard of living. And <laughs> look at this meme. <laughs> Joe Exotic. I'm going to be honest. A tiger just bit someone's arm off. People in the gift shop buying tiger keychains. <laughs> <laughs> it's the face like, uh, what? <laughs> but he, a tiger did. A, an employee put her arm through the cage. Well, he didn't, the tiger didn't bite it off, but he mauled it. And I think she had a degloving injury. And she went to the hospital and they like fixed it and she was trying to sign something. And so sure. And she could, it was just all bandaged up. But the doctor was like, it's going to take a couple years for this to like heal and maybe work a little bit. And she was like, just take it off. 
Okay. No, yeah. sure. That's how I would think. Just just chop it off instead of maybe it'll get better. I mean, it may or may not. And I don't know. That's I a, can see where she's coming from. But a, she functions well. And she went back to work like a week later. That's a strange uh, decision to make in yeah. my mind. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, I have seen memes that said something about a person getting their arm taken off. So Yeah, it, it was pretty wild. Um, and this tweet by Jared Weisselman. Weisselman? You'll like it because you hate names that are spelled weird. Tiger King is about illegal animal farms, drug smuggling, organized crime, and a murder for hire plot. But the craziest thing in the whole world is the spelling of Chelsea. And I want you to read that spelling there. I mean, it's almost right. It's They, they lost it at the end. They lost it in the beginning, too. It's C-H-E-A. Chelsea? That's normal. No, it's C-H-E-L-S-E-A. Normally. Oh, okay. It's not Chelsea. Okay. I, I read it wrong. I guess I was thinking of it wrong. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So it's like Chelsea. C-H-E-A-L-S-I. What in the uh, world? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan. Yeah. This, uh, is, this is one of the reasons why if I were dictator, uh, everybody who had names that were pronounced the same, they would be spelled the same. Well. Good luck to a lot of Caitlin's out there. <laughs> Since there's about 40 different ways to spell I know. it. I, mine is the proper way. Yeah. So I want you to look at this meme now. It says, <laughs> this is my favorite one. This is the genie that appears when you rub a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> and it's a picture. Describe the picture. Is this, is this Joe Exotic? That's Joe Exotic. Okay. So it's a man, a very redneck looking man. He got like a, some sort of facial hair, a baseball cap and like tiger print shiny shirt uh-huh. it's also a very baggy it's a button-up shirt uh-huh. he's wearing i think he's wearing a chain of some sort yeah probably the, and he's got blue jeans and he's got uh like belt with like holsters he's got two guns mm-hmm. two, always two of them six shooters probably always like he's he's like a gay yosemite sam or something <laughs> with a mullet look at his look oh, at his bleach mullet? mullet well it's kind of a mullet it's a super weird uh, haircut. You, it's hard to see in this picture because it's like it's kind of washed out and yeah. like the mullet's on like so in the background is the American flag and tigers. And so his, his bleach blonde mullet is like against the white of the uh, stripes in the American flag. So it's hard to see. So spoil- this is sad. So John and Joe split. And then Travis actually, it's, and it's really sad. He actually accidentally shoots himself in the head and passes away. And then so a couple months later, Joe gets with Dylan and... Yeah, okay. the dog's trying to sneak in. <laughs> and Dylan, actually, when he's getting ready to go on a date with Dylan, he's he, they're like at his house. He's, oh, that's when they do the lock. That's when they see the lock on his wall. And he talks about his lock. But he's like getting dressed and everything. And he puts his shirt on. And then he he's like, gotta fluff the curls out. <laughs> he like flips his mullet out that's tucked into his shirt. And I lost. Listen, my favorite scene, though, by far is at the end, it's in the last episode, near the very end. I can't remember this guy's name, but he's like this pretty big guy with like, his <laughs> I made fun of myself at work because I said we had identical haircuts. It's like this weird like bob thing he has going on, but he's like balding and it's thin and it's weird. It's not a good look. I can't remember his name, but he ended up being an informant. And he like is like, he's like, give me just a second. And the next scene just he's like taking off his microphone the next scene just cuts to him on a skidoo and it's like an eye of the tiger is playing and he's just going in the water like so ridiculous 
so that was by far my favorite scene i think oh it's this guy oh my gosh i forgot i had a picture that guy wow <laughs> it says me coming out of quarantine like and it's that guy on the ski do if if you shaved him he'd almost look like a woman oh dang yeah he would but oh my gosh Oh my gosh, it is a wild, wild show. So when did the show take place? You were saying that other stuff was like the 80s, but I assume uh, the show itself is not. So they he initially, so they filmed part of it. It's taken place over like the past five years. Um, so they filmed part of it about four, like five years ago, four or five years ago. And then there's kind of like over the years and they've kind of like caught up with people since then. It's like they see stuff from a couple, few years ago, five, four or five years ago. And then they've recently interviewed people again to like see where they're at. And like, you know, cause a lot, it's a very, it's super dramatic. Like there is a, there is a lot of stuff that happens. Sounds like a very strange show. It is. It's, had you ever watched the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia? No. Oh my I gosh. I don't even know what you just said to me. The something something West Virginia. The wild I think it's I think that the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. What what is that? It's a documentary and it's equally as wild. It's 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 these like mountain people in West Virginia. That's all they have in West Virginia. I know. People? And they're like Andra I mean, it is like I think what's so fascinating about tiger king is how like this lifestyle is like are these people real life people yes they live like this and these people exist and that's the same thing with the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia like their last name is is white i think is there any chance that this all comes out as a hoax doubt like is like is there actual news reports of all these things oh that have yeah happened? yeah like but that you didn't see on tiger king but like in real life y- yeah like they have like clips of like Many, 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 many news clips where Joe's been on the news and other people. And like they talk about Joe being arrested. They have like news reports of Joe being arrested and stuff like that. I was just curious because I was thinking of um, on Nathan for You. They have an episode that's sort of they have a couple famous episodes, but there's one where it's the fake Starbucks episode. What's that? Where he uh, his business idea is that they're going to piggyback off of Starbucks by making fake Starbucks and it's called fake Starbucks and has like the Starbucks logo. And so they think they're going to, the idea is to get away with it because it's parody mm-hmm. and that's protected under like fair use and stuff. Oh really? It did not work, but it was like a big phenomenon where like people there had like these huge lines, like for real and like actual news channels came and reported on it. And people were like theorizing on who it was. They're like, Oh, this is like maybe like Banksy or something. Oh yeah. Also there's another episode where they, um, create a viral video for uh, a petting zoo. I think you showed this to me. Where it's like the uh, pig saves a goat out of the water. What? I think that's what it is. It's something like, it's either it's either pig or goat saves one or the other. Mm-hmm. And they basically like staged the whole thing. It became like this viral sensation. So they're just like seeing where they can go. They're just seeing what they can do. Yeah. And like it was reported on like on actual news and stuff. They're like, oh, here's a sweet video. Who These animals who are real friends and one of them saved the other from this little pond. And it's fake. Yes. (laughs) Nathan for You is a very good show. Yeah. You've told me about Nathan for You. Yes. I love it very much. Speaking of goats, (laughs) you made me. You didn't make me, but we watched a terrible, terrible movie. It's a very good movie called The Vivitch. The Vivitch. Yes, it's a very good movie. Okay, Kaylin, the witch. Caitlin would probably appreciate it more if she didn't skip the first hour and 10 minutes of it. See, here's the thing. I watched like a good portion of it 
And I thought I'd skip to the where I'd left off, but I, I don't think I did. That's a bad idea. It also, was, it, because it was it weird. Been, it was a weird movie. You you said it had been like six months. Yeah, but I still, I'm not. So you're not going to remember what happened. I might. You don't remember what happened yesterday. Yes, I do. What happened yesterday? I worked. What happened afterwards? I came home. I mowed the yard. And then? I mowed the yard. And then? And we needed Anyway, most mode. days you're just like. I don't know what today is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times you'll just be like, what were you talking about? Yeah. I was I'm, like. I never finished the sentence and you <laughs> forgot what we were talking about. I can be very spacey. I'm sorry. Also, Kaylee, I want you to look over there because your dog is trying to get in here and it's very hilarious. Oh, look at him. He has it. So we have like a super like <laughs> ghetto set up here. We have blankets across. I have big windows. So we have blankets across the window to help block sound. Then we set up this blanket thing between two chairs and put like the chair in front of the door so the dogs don't get in because they their water's in here and they drink very loudly. And then we hung up another blanket across the other wall to like help absorb sound. But my dog Hercules is trying to like poke his head through the bottom of one of them and my cat is growling at him. Oh gosh, yeah. Listen, listen. I don't know if you can hear it. I think I heard it through the headphones, but I'm not sure. I feel like he's going to tear everything down if you let him in. <laughs> That's like the only... I'm, only try, way I'm trying to get Jackson to growl. Jackson's my cat. I'm trying to get my cat to growl. I, I think that may have picked up. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's my cat. He, My dog is so sweet. He just wants to be friends with the cat. And the cat does not want to be friends The, the cat is very unfriendly. Unfriend. He's like, I don't, I I'm don't not want, interested in this. My other dog, Boston, he knows better. He's like, I tried this way early on in our relationship and it didn't work. So I dropped it. <laughs> Whereas Hercules is like, but if I try harder, maybe we can be friends. It's, it's, it's not working. Not working. Not all. working. But anyway. So what was the, so Joe got, he went to jail? Yeah, he's in prison. For illegal trafficking of... Yeah, and a murder for hire plot. Oh, yes, that thing. So he got 22 years. And Carol's just out there. Carol's just out there. Hmm. There's nothing to prove that she did it. So she's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So I guess so. She works with like PETA and stuff. Oh, well. Which... Whatever. The, oh, but the oh. she start she has all these YouTube videos. She she posts videos all the time, and she always starts them off with "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens." Oh wow! So that's, that's where, what that was. That's what that was. So there you go. Hey, all you cool cats! Time for some rad tunes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Let me. Let what? Me. Oh. Hey, Just, you go ahead. Okay. Um. So I've. I've continued to do very little. Um, spring break is done, basically, which is sad. But yeah, I I've been playing more Stardew. Oh yeah, uh, trying to convince me to get it. So we sort can of play. I didn't put much effort into it. Yeah, you're like you should get it. It's only fifteen dollars instead of sixteen for. <laughs> yeah, because she was talking about Animal Crossing, which I like Animal Crossing. I was like, I'm not spending sixty on Animal Crossing right now. Yeah, maybe no. maybe in another lifetime. Yeah, no. No. But uh. About to get through the winter. It's almost springtime. Going to oh. plant me a bunch of cauliflower. Are you really? Oh, yes. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh, really? Cauliflower is like a good crop to plant. I got my sprinklers and walls set up as I want them for the moment and going to plant 304 cauliflowers. And I got, I built up the fertilizer to do that. You're talking about stardew. Yes. I thought you meant real life. 
And then no. when you said 304 cauliflower, that's, I was like, there is no way that's going to fit in your yard. This is exactly what I was talking about earlier about you losing track of a sentence <laughs> and what we were talking about. You just seem so like, like you're like, I've got everything set up like I want. Winter's almost over. I'm going to plant 304 cauliflower. And I was like, wow. I was like really impressed for a second. I was like, damn, man. Oh, dang. Andrew is like, is like he's gonna be have a green thumb and he's gonna plant his stuff and have a garden this year you should know better i, than and I was very that i was doing I anything was, worthwhile i was for very real. shocked i was like wow okay turning over a new leaf whatever cool no just regular leaf that's okay uh, is it is it though that's fine we'll see yeah um i'm still sore from mowing the yard because i you'll, you'll get used to it i need yard, to mow my yard weed eat and leaf blue and it took me for i i think this leaf, my leaf right blowed. arm yeah i think my right arm is so sore because i tried to start the, the leaf blower so many times and it would not start and i just kept i had to watch videos on how to start this yeah. stuff i have an electric leaf blower so i just go bloop, well just, it goes electric stuff is a lot more expensive than gas stuff for now yeah yeah for now and eventually gas stuff will probably just be illegal that's okay and i'm okay with that future. i just got it because it was cheaper and it's like um, with the everybody having to isolate or quarantine or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like pictures of like uh, Manila in the Philippines. There's like pictures of it before and it's all smoggy and gross. And just like a few days of nobody being there or driving around or whatever. It's, it's beautiful and clear and amazing. It's like the canals in Venice. Yes. They were like clear. It was yeah, crazy. It's really weird. Yeah. It's like humans mess things up when they touch it. Hmm. It it gives a glimpse into what could be if we ever finally get into clean energy. It would be nice. Yeah. But it's not going to hurt anybody other than like a bunch of rich people and who cares? Yeah, who cares about them? Uh, yeah. yeah. It'll we'll get there eventually, hopefully. So tell me one good thing that happened this week. Oh no. Yep, it's happening. Uh Uh oh. Not really a good thing, but like you know, baseball is suspended like mm, everything else. I know you're uh, sad sports. So Opening day, Major League Baseball on their YouTube channel replayed some stuff and, most importantly, replayed Game 7 of the 2016 World Series when the Chicago Cubs won it all finally. You were proud. Was, you were happy about that. It was fun to watch again yeah. and relive. And also, especially, it was a lot of fun to watch because it was baseball without commercials, so it went a little faster. Even though <laughs> that game, even without commercials still went on for over four hours because it went into extra innings and there was a rain delay. Like in real life, there was extra innings and there's a rain delay. Yeah. And it just goes on and on forever. Like my TV almost turned off itself because it was like, you've been on without (laughs) touching anything for too long. We're going to turn the satellite off. Like, no, no. That's like, you know, when it gets warm, I like to go watch one live baseball game. And then I realize, nope. Just one, just one, because they're so long. The games it's, are so long. It's not so bad if you go to the minor league games. It's that's, like, what I, that's what I go to. Yeah, the minor league games are only like two hours. They they get going. They they I don't know last time you went, but they have a pitch counter. Mm-hmm. So you or a pitch clock rather. So you have a certain amount of time before you got to go and for minor league. Yes, and mm-hmm. so you also don't have commercials and all that other nonsense. So it goes. It like it was like every time I've gone the last few years, it has been two hours almost flat. Hmm. Mine, mine is a little bit longer. And if you get in the wrong seats and you're in the sun. Well, also you gotta pick like once it hits. You have to be smart. Yeah. Seat, yeah. Uh, my my choices of going to see minor league games 
is based mostly around what's the weather. Yeah. Because I don't really care if they're good. It's just the prospects for like another team. Yeah. And in our case, it's a team in Seattle. Hmm. So what do I care? Yeah. And before that, it was the Angels. And before that, it was the Cardinals. And I hate the Cardinals. So <laughs> so it's just like kind of a thing to go so there. hang out for a bit. And especially now with the in North Little Rock, they have the ballpark in downtown. Mm. So it's a nice experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a it is a nice park. Like, the park is nice and, like, the area has developed a lot around yes. it. So yes, it's, it has. It's a, it's a lot interesting, a lot more interesting to go to. Than it used to be, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, what, have you done anything interesting? You mowed the lawn. and did. We did. I'm pretty and, proud of myself. And uh, leaf blowed. I'm pretty proud of myself there. Well... We start our really terrible schedule at work next week in preparation for influx of COVID, but it's okay. I like my job. I like what I do, and my job is to serve, and I'm happy to do it. And hopefully everybody's uh, isolating, and that way, Caitlin and her hospital won't be overrun. Yes, and both both hosts will be present. So. Yeah, otherwise it's going to be, uh, we're going to have to do like some special solo, solo cast. For- what would you talk about? wrestling and sports. I don't I don't know um there was well there was concern over whether we would be able to do that uh third episode on time yeah and so I was initially considering doing a solo cast where I just talked about mans with fans oh yeah 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 so that was something I was thinking about doing yeah in case otherwise I don't know uh I would try not I wouldn't talk about just like I could just yeah. be like Time to talk about Star Wars. I'm taking over. Uh, the dog oh, no. broke in. The dog, the dog came in. The dog in. broke in. Hi, buddy. Hi. I think I think that's time to wrap it up then. He, um, he, he's ready for us to get done. Yeah, he, he squeezed under a chair. <laughs> and he's he, a skittish boy. He'd been trying for a while, too. He, and then he just, he got the courage finally to just go for it. I'm <laughs> just doing it. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's time. Hey, buddy. I think uh, he's a good boy. It's you. I think it's uh I think it's time to wrap it up. It is. It's also yeah. one thirty in the late. morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Uh you can catch us, email us p t t d pod pitida uh pod at gmail dot com. Uh you can catch us on Facebook, Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter, P T T D Pod and please like subscribe that's how we do better in in ratings is liking and subscribing and commenting so please please do that we we definitely absolutely appreciate it when you guys do that um uh we'll be uh we'll be out every tuesday is the plan yep unless something horrible happens or weird happens but that that is the current current schedule is every tuesday yep and uh, guys thanks for thanks for listening to us we we love what we're doing and we hope you guys like it too and again from this episode you know anytime we talk about children it's sad but please listen back if you need that number uh please call it you just you're you're not alone you're never alone so guys have a good week we'll talk to you later okay bye goodbye